Welcome to the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And now, your host, Heather Newman. Uh, hello, everybody. Here we are again for another Mavens Do It Better podcast, where we interview extraordinary experts who bring a light to our world. I am super duper excited. I'm here today uh, coming to you from Arena Del Rey uh, to speak with Andrew Horn. And Andrew, hello. Hi there. How are we doing? We're doing well. Um, Andrew runs a beautiful company called Tribute. And I met Andrew literally on Facebook um, <laughs> from a friend, Shonda, who is a dear friend, I think, of yours and of mine. She is uh, indeed. Yeah, who was talking about this awesome uh, business you have. And so, uh, as we're all, gosh, depending on where you are, day or week, week four, five, three, depending, mm -hmm. uh, with dealing with the coronavirus, uh, there's a lot of people who are um, taking uh, their businesses and figuring out what they can do to help. And uh, so that's it's been great to see that, and and we're seeing it all over the place. And Andrew's company has been doing that as well. Um, so tell us a little bit about the company. I just think it's so neat. And I haven't done mine yet, but I will. I promise. Well, we are, are here to support you when you have some time. I know you've been moving. So, yes. uh, so, you know, the easiest way to explain what a tribute is, is to explain the backstory of where it came from. Yeah. And so on my 27th birthday, uh, my girlfriend at the time, who's my now wife, who will probably barge in here at some point. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Uh, so basically it was my 27th birthday and I told my wife that I didn't want to do anything special. I just wanted to be low key. She took me out for a nice dinner. We went salsa dancing and then I thought we were just coming home. When we get back to our apartment, I open the door and then I look on the floor and I see 20 pairs of random shoes that I've never seen before. And then it's almost like a countdown, like three, two, one. And then everyone jumps out of the closets and like out from behind the walls. And it was all of my best friends in New York and she had planned this big surprise party. So I was like, oh great, it's great to see everybody. So we were hanging out and then about 20 minutes later, she asked everyone to get into the living room. And she puts me in the back of the room and she puts this big kind of projection screen like up against the wall and I have no idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. And she hits play on her computer. And what I would soon find out is that Mickey had reached out to 20 of my closest friends and family members. Wow. And she got each of them to submit a one minute video telling me why they love me and how it impacted their life. And so the first video is my mom talking about, you know, how grateful she was for my support with their business. My dad telling me that he loves me, which I know he loves me, but he doesn't say those words that often. And then my friend Matt, who said, called me his birth, his best friend for the first time ever. And I had also felt that, but it never gave me a voice. So it's like at this moment, just start bawling. And it was just overwhelming to feel this from the people who I cared most about to be seen this way. And I just, you know, for 15 minutes straight, I was just there bawling and like with my friends and I come out of this and I look at my girlfriend and I was like, um, how did you do this? And she looks back at me and she says, well, it sucked. And I was like, what do you mean? And she says, well, it took 15 hours of, wow. you know, basically reminding these people hundreds of times through Facebook, text, collecting files through Dropbox and Drive and all these different places. And then last but not least, she edited it together in iMovie. And so, you know, there I was, I had just received what was without a question of a doubt, the most meaningful gift that I had ever received. And I heard firsthand how hard it was to create. And so I walked into the other room and within 
two minutes, I had the name Tribute, and I knew that I wanted to share this with more people. Um, and you know, fast forward a year, I had connected with an incredible CTO and co-founder. Fast forward two years, we were out with an MVP. In a fast forward four years, we'd raised a $1.3 million kind of like seed round. And then now to today where you know, basically our platform, which automates the process of building these meaningful tribute montages, it, we've created more than 300,000 for our users, everything wow. from birthdays to weddings to graduations to funerals to everything from, we work with people like MD Anderson and the Cleveland Clinic. So basically getting people who are in the midst of chemo, uh, the support and love of their families clinically proven to boost their, their immune system and ability to deal with trauma and heal themselves. You know, we did a, a large campaign last year with a healthcare firm to get tributes to people with dementia. So you imagine people who are literally losing their memories of who they are and we're creating these videos of their family members and their loved ones who are reminding them. So every single day, in some cases, they can watch this video wow. that is people not just saying like, here's who you are, but here's who you are to me and reflecting that back. And so it was about two weeks ago, you know, we had this big shift. So that's what Tribute does. And then you, you talked about our response to COVID-19. And we started to see all these stories uh, coming through our support platform of why people were creating tribute. And there was a guy who was not able to go into the uh, delivery room or the hospital with his wife because of physical distancing precautions. And then there was a guy who was going in for the last round of chemo, couldn't have his wife or his family members. And yeah. then we started to think about graduations of you know over 2 million students who aren't going to be able to have their moment to walk across the stage. And we just realized that now more than ever was a time where it's important for us to support one another in meaningful ways. And so we decided to make um, our basic tribute package completely free for anybody who's been impacted by Corona. And uh, you know, we've been doing this for six years. It's something that we care so deeply about that changed my own life. And we've, we've had kind of an unprecedented surge in traffic over the past two weeks. And um, sure. yeah, so it's, it's nice to be able to to see people buying into it, but also to be able to contribute in a way that we really care about. Yeah, that's amazing. First of all, thank you for that. I mean, it's so great. And yeah, there's, I have friends and that, uh, you know, had people, I don't know. So I think it's the winter time sometimes, but you know, they had like people in their lives pass away. And so a lot of them were about to do celebration of life or funerals and all of that. And uh, we talked a lot about that, about how do you, you know, you can't gather. So how do you do? And so I've literally, I've sent, I've sent this to so many people because I was like, this is amazing. You know, um, so <laughs> thank you for doing it. First of all, and what a story, what a great, how creative and wonderful your wife is. <laughs> you know? well, she, she is on, on many levels. She's a, a prolific entrepreneur and okay. marketing genius. So it was not surprising that she yeah. inspired that one. Yeah, but it is, you know, the thing is, is I think the the thing that you point out from my technology brain and I, and go through this too is that I just had a birthday party with a friend and it was trying to you know think about and I didn't know about your company yet so um and I wish I had because I would have suggested that but it was like like even sending a letter or a card or you know trying to get to everybody where they are that's the other thing like some people are Facebook Messenger, some people are WhatsApp, some people only text message, some people you have to call, other people are this and other people are that. Like gone are the days when you like could email somebody and know that most likely you were going to get them, right? Sure. 
Like it's the disparate systems of connection. Um, and, and will you talk a little bit about the technology of how it works? So, so I'm going to go sign up and use my wonderful code. And yeah. what happens? Walk us through it, will you? Yeah, totally. So uh, Tribute right now is a mobile, respons mobile responsive website. And so everything that happens is through our about, we're going to be launching a, a mobile app later this year that is actually really kind of the, the evolution of Tribute and a completely new product, which we can talk about later. Cool. But we say that tribute really happens in three steps. So you would just go to our website and let's say, look, so who's one of your best friends that maybe you'd want to create a tribute for when you have enough time? Allison. Okay. So, uh, Allison's birthday is coming up. So you would it just, was. it just was, well, Hey, we, we can do, we can do, <laughs> you know, kind of like these backdated tributes for sure. Yeah. Um, so you would go to our site and you in 60 seconds can create a page tribute.co forward slash Allison and you select your due date. You get to customize that page with pictures. You get to select two prompt questions that you want people to answer about them. And then you have that URL, which you just talked about being able to send out through all those different messaging mediums, whether that's through messenger, whether that's through Slack, whether that's through email or text message. And what we also do that's really important is that we automate the reminders because, you know, something we've seen with our technology is as much as you want people to do something right when you send it out, about 80% of our videos get submitted on the day before, day of, and day after. Right. And so people certainly love a deadline. But what's cool is that we have streamlined this process. So regardless of where people are uploading their video, what type of video file it is, uh, we built this video ingestion technology that automatically takes those videos from any platform. Uh, systemizes, streamlines, and maintains the original quality as much as possible. And then what we do is we remind those people, collect those videos, and then those go into um, our video editor that we built in-house, which is to this day one of the only true collaborative video editors where you can easily collect footage from a group of people and compile that and edit that together. And wow. so, yeah, it's, it was really kind of the most complex and cumbersome part of our build out as a company, but oh, yeah. a really fundamental piece to, to being able to create this soup to nuts turnkey experience for people who are there, uh, which has been great. And then what we also have available is outside of the technology is that we've built up this incredible team of editors around the world who can work with our customers. So if you don't have time to do it yourself, you right. can hire a concierge to compile the video with professional video editors who wow. are working for all sorts of brands to create these finely tuned marketing videos promotional videos mm -hmm. out of the footage you collect but so it's that three steps of you just basically create your page you invite your friends collect videos and edit them together um, and then you have this beautiful montage that you'll have as a keepsake forever that's amazing and wonderful i mean how cool is that um wow uh so oh i wanted to ask you about the video editing piece because that seemingly like do you remember when it was like fifty thousand dollars to create a two-minute video sure Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, and I worked in event production for a long time and, um, and have been in marketing forever. And it's just, you know, and now with the gig economy, things are different, but it's still like still trying to use video leap or Adobe rush or in, that kind of stuff. It still takes time. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think one of the biggest benefits, there's so many benefits to what you're doing, but it's just the time. Like I love taking videos and stuff, but like I get, and then I, when I get away from it, a lot of times then I'm like, oh my goodness, I never did the one for when we went to New Zealand or whatever. So, I mean, I bet, I bet just that alone amongst everything else is such a huge component of what you do. And so you have different flavors, right? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, the, the thing that I would say, this is even for the people who are you know, involved or, or running big brands mm. is when you think about what is a quality video and yeah. you could have a video that was produced by you know, an amazing videography team that has, you know, massive budget and animations and illustrations yeah. and all this other stuff. But also I think what people are starved for today is, is authentic emotion and yeah. what does is it's all about again people conveying this authentic innate gratitude appreciation mm. uh, story and so where the videos that we receive may not be you know shot in 4k on a red right. camera but in terms of what people want to watch when people are watching a tribute even if it's not for them they're hooked because it's just real and it's yeah. deep and they get it and so i think that it's it's providing a, a very niche need that people are aware of and oftentimes don't get a lot of with, with modern technology. Yeah, no, that's true. And so um, the, so it's, you know, you can do it for someone. Um, you can also, it seems to me like, like, for, in, like in the case of a funeral, you're doing it for each other, really, you know, in a way, I mean, you're, you're attributing someone, but like, it's such an, a thing where everybody gets to participate. Does, does everybody get to see it? potentially or do you, can you run it like you can plug it in with the laptop and run it somewhere and all that sort of thing too you know yeah it's it's always it's always up to our our end users so whoever creates yeah. a tribute and the recipient ultimately has kind of final power over who gets to see these videos right. in terms of in terms of who they're for you know, it, it depends on the context because yeah. it's like we we do a lot of employee recognition for companies. Oh, that's and cool. So, yeah. You know, there's there's all sorts of research that talks about companies with strategic employee recognition programs perform 71% better. They have higher rates of retention. Um, and so the the idea of like you know doing these types of videos for people who are celebrating one, five, ten years at a company, mm -hmm. it's like that video is certainly meaningful to the recipient, but also benefits right. the company in the long run because then they're putting in more effort. It, it benefits one of the, the most powerful things that we hear oftentimes about tributes is that it is a window into who someone really is. And oftentimes people don't even know this. It's mm. for people who don't understand what their partner does at work or their family doesn't understand what they do at work. Right. So oftentimes we hear from people that like they get these videos and it becomes one of the only ways that you can hmm. view the essence of somebody. So there's people right. who said someone who's a, a director at a, a university the, and he basically said one of the reasons that his tribute was so powerful is because he got to show this to his family who knew that he was loved at school, but right. when they to watch a video full of 30 students who talked about how uh, fundamental his support was to their success, it changed how they saw their dad, it changed how yeah. they saw their husband. Mm -hmm. Like it, it is, it, it can transform how we know and connect with people. It's yeah, really cool. that's, that is cool. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I find that, you know, folks that I know, like some on the podcast of folks that I've just met and now becoming friends with and colleagues with, you know, and, and then I have friends that I've known a long time and I learn more about them on a podcast than like, I'm always like, I didn't know that, you know? <laughs> so especially when you start talking, you know, origin story or whatever, or like people start thinking about talking about their lives right and then and definitely when you're asking someone to tell somebody how they feel about someone else that's super cool um i love the employee recognition stuff and i um i was at, on the website you do a booth too right and i know in-person events aren't going to be happening probably for a while but we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit too because that's really yeah. neat. 
Yeah, yeah, it's really, you know, we we just had the capabilities. We had so many relationships with video editors and we had so many uh, clients and customers who had a desire for this at live events. So whether that was doing HD audio and video capture at a wedding at, you know, a TEDx talk, whether that's at a mm-hmm. conference. And so it was just a natural natural move for us to, to add that bonus service in there for people who wanted that really kind of high-end uh, capture and compilation. Yeah. That's so cool. And I mean, the normal price point is great too. It's 25 bucks. It's, right? you know, this is the beauty of technologies. You know, I, mean, I think that again, and we've, we've always, you know, approached this, uh, this is a product people pay for it. It's yeah. a gift. It's something tangible that you give. Mm-hmm. We don't need to collect our user data or sell that or monetize it in any way. It's not an ad right. model. Um, and so, you know, our, our primary objective had to create the most meaningful gift on the planet, how to make people feel more connected in relationships. Yeah. It's like our, our incentives with this product are aligned with the actual value that our customers are receiving, which I think in a lot of technology today is oftentimes at odds. It's the stuff that will make companies more money doesn't actually end up leaving the customers feeling better, more connected, more energized. And so I feel very grateful to be able to shepherd a company that, you know, truly does have our users' best interest in mind. Yeah, no, that's super cool. Where are you from? I am from Hawaii. What? Wow. Where in Hawaii? Uh, Maui on the south side. Oh, okay. I lived in Lahaina for a bit. Okay, cool. I'm, yeah. I know it very well. Yeah. Yeah. Got, bull, got, got bullied on all sorts of uh, breaks around Front Street and <laughs> Thousand Peaks. Yeah. yeah. I... I think, did I do my first surf, surf lesson? Was it the Boneyard? Okay. Is that right? Kanapali? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not a good surfer at all, but I love taking surfing lessons with really good surfers. That's my, I love doing that. Well, I, I have a, an analogy that I've heard. I'm a, I'm a really, I love surfing. It's like my happy place. But there's a, a saying that says, the best surfer in the water is whoever is having the most fun. Yeah. And so what is, what is good? You know, totally. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I know <laughs> my, my surfers are, he was like, Heather, what do surfers do the most of? And I said, is it, I'm like, I was like, well, it's like the Zen part of it and all that. And he was like, yes. But the other thing is they paddle. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Fair enough. You know, but yeah, no, that's super cool. And so Hawaii, and then um, you're out of pocket right now. Where do you normally live? I, I normally live in Brooklyn, New York, where my wife and my son and I have a, a house in Williamsburg. Okay, cool. Yeah, I frequent New York. I have dear friends in Park Slope and Flatbush and Astoria and all of that, too. So I have a big, big heart for New York and Brooklyn as well. And I hope all your people are doing well there. Many, many have gotten sick. All of them are coming well. We have friends yeah. on the front lines who have, you know, employees of theirs who are dying in hospitals it's pretty nuts but uh also i have a lot of stories of people who are resilient and fighting and supporting and so um all the things yeah yeah so we're so you're hawaii and then in new york and you're now and you're in santa barbara right now yeah we are we are waiting out the plague (laughs) in santa barbara yeah understood i know i i was telling andrew earlier i just moved and so like i'm not in my typical setup, but I definitely, I was like, microphone, 
and then I put a box underneath my computer so you can see. <laughs> so, you know, You're doing great. we're all rocking it out, you know, in whatever way, shape or form and working from home and all of that stuff. Do you typically work from home or is there an actual office brick and mortar for tribute? So we had an office for our first four years and then we started to move more international and, you know, our dev team moved into Argentina. Our support team is located in Colombia. Our uh, professional editing team is in Spain. Uh, and then, you know, our core operations team is, all over the U.S. and nomadic, and so we we decided to go full virtual about three years ago. Wow, that's cool! And it's what is it? How many years old is it? Six. Six years, yeah. Six. That's right. Wow. And so, do you have a tech background? Like, what's your how did what's your comeuppance? How did you get my my comeuppance is that I was a uh, like a passionless wandering. <laughs> college graduate when I was 21 years old, spending a lot of time in nightclubs and promoting to make money and no idea what I wanted to do with my life or a real sure. sense of self-worth. And then wow. uh, I ended up being reminded about the power of service right after I graduated from college. And um, I was an athlete for most of my life growing up and mm. I had an opportunity to support <coughs> that does adaptive athletics sports okay. for kids with disabilities and recognized that experience as one that was really meaningful to me and something I was proud of and so in a time that I had real no idea what I wanted to do with my life what was going to make me feel good I had this one grain of truth that when I helped others I felt good and so yeah I decided to start my own nonprofit in Washington DC called dreams for kids DC and you know, fast forward, what started as me doing these pro bono uh, athletic clinics for young people with disabilities has since become you know, one of the premier adaptive athletic providers uh, in the Mid-Atlantic. And we partner with all the pro teams there to create these large scale events for young people with both physical, developmental, cognitive disabilities. And ran that for four years, was able to find an incredible woman to take that organization over. And they're still thriving and doing great stuff there. Um, and then from there, I started to get more involved uh, basically as, uh, you know, a, a consultant, a professional speaker, mm. um, but really helping people to do what I seem to do well as a business person, which was yeah. public relations, creating a story that people could latch on to that motivated them to take action. And then two years after I left Dreams for Kids, I got the first tribute. And then that is what uh, inspired me to really go on there. And so that's, that's kind of the, the long story short of how I ended up there. Yeah, that's so cool. Wow. Uh, let's talk about Shonda for a second. How do you, so we have a mutual friend. How do you two know each other? Because I bet uh, it has to do with all the goodness and do-gooder work. I met Shonda at a, a conference called the Summit Series in oh, yeah. two, 2015, I mm, think. That yeah. probably makes sense, which I actually happened to meet my wife uh, at Summit Series in 2012. So, wow. Prolific Summit. So we tell everybody about Summit. That's, it's a really cool event. Yeah. yeah. So the Summit Series has been called by like Forbes as the uh, millennial version of Davos. And so mm -hmm. these incredible guys, uh, Jeff Rosenthal, it is now Brett Levy, Jeremy Schwartz, they started this community that does really like a signature event once a year where they bring together thought leaders from a variety of industries to uh, connect, educate one another, contribute. And then they also 
uh, have purchased a mountain, ski mountain in Utah called Powder Mountain, where they have kind of a home base and they do these ongoing events and salons. So it's, uh, yeah, very similar to Davos in that regard, but it's a really cool thing and powerful community for people who are entrepreneurial and creative. Yeah, and, and a good place to meet wonderful people. So <laughs> I almost totally. went this year, actually. I yeah. I had a friend and I was speaking somewhere else and I couldn't go, but she had a ticket for me and I really, really wanted to go. So yeah, no, yeah and cool. I, I would recommend it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, With uh with the company, we, all, we always talk a little bit because... I'm a marketer as well. And for you all, what's been your sort of best, uh, is it word of mouth? Is it, you know, do you do social advertising? Like what's, what's been for you sort of the, the, or is it a combo play? You know, what's your, you know, what's our, your thing? Our, our primary marketing tactic is something that we call TOJ. Uh, um, and TOJ simply stands for tears of joy. And <laughs> I kid you not, love it. Um, we, we track this statistic in our back end and yeah. to date, uh, 80% of people who receive a tribute video cry tears of joy when they watch their video. Right. And so literally probably about 95% of all of our traffic is the result of the direct virality of the product. People do wow. it, they invite their friends, they enjoy it, they know someone that they want to get it for. And so, you know, again, it's been nice to be able to create a product that has its own kind of propagation built into it which yeah. is cool yeah it's that pay it forward this is so awesome you must do this yeah totally yeah that's cool so and are there other mm, pieces of integrations and you said there's some new stuff coming so like partners or other ways you use this um yeah, yeah business and stuff yeah yeah we work with all sorts of companies you know like to we, we have a partnership with bed bath and beyond it's promoting something that we did with them recently where they basically have like a virtual guest book it's rather than just buying a present for somebody why don't you send a bit meaningful messages to um and all sorts of things like that whether it's nonprofit, uh, employee recognition marketing campaigns for people like rent the runway and zappos uh, but what we have coming up later this year is we've actually uh, going to be moving into the mobile space with our first app and we're re-envisioning the tribute process of rather than doing just a collaborative video montage, a group of people mm -hmm. coming together for one person, we're really going to focus much more on one-to-one -one conversations. And so it's really focusing on these special occasions, birthdays, weddings, graduations, and wow. providing a, con a context for people to send meaningful video messages, which are much more akin to a greeting card than full-on gifts, but through yeah. uh, the, the video medium. Wow. So that's truly like Hallmark 2.0. Yeah, no, that's super cool. Um, how about like, I guess, do you do things around, um, I don't know, like, I guess, is there connecting people? and Or is that what's sort of coming? You know what I mean? Like, is it, or is it more, I'm sending something to you because I know you kind of thing? No, it's, this is this is something that's really focused on providing a service for people that you know, for the most part. So it's not a networking service. Okay. It really yeah. is. Yeah, we've, we've always really thought of it. As, this is a, a gift. This is a yeah. product. Mm -hmm. And then as we move forward, it'll be, you know, just much more of a communication tool for people that do already have a relationship with one another. Yeah. Um, that's cool. And how many of you kind of run the biz? Uh, so right now there's a team of seven of us who are doing this. So, wow. uh, so doing a lot with a small team and, you know, we were hiring someone else this week. So it's actually going to grow to eight. And uh, if the current trajectory continues to pick up, it will be growing a little bit more. So 
it's been nice to see that trend happening, you know, at year six and hopefully it continues. Yeah, yeah. You made it past the, the first hump, right? Of the five, <laughs> the five years, right? Yeah. Um, goodness. Yeah. And I guess, what do you think um, as far as the tech, like, was there something that was sort of like the one thing that was like, just, oh, we can't get this, you know, was there a sticky, sticky one that was really difficult? I know you talked about the video editing sort of um, magic. Yeah. Boss. Yeah, building building a, a video editor that has to work across browser yeah. uh, for different types of video files coming in was was certainly the biggest tech challenge. And mm-hmm. you know, fortunately, I have a, a brilliant technologist co-founder who mm-hmm. very much has managed the majority of that <laughs> issue for the team. Right, that's cool. I, I get the fun job of of getting it in front of as many people as possible. <laughs> that's perfect. Do you have a, um, a favorite moment? I mean, there's probably so many. The tears of joy. I mean, all the time, right? I don't know. You know, it's it's just like every time we get a, a testimonial from these people, it's like, it's like yeah. so favorite favorite moments would be you know maybe one is like going to to present to 1500 doctors at the patient experience summit in cleveland and yeah. you know getting this into hundreds of hospitals so that people can get this to their patients like that's a big one and so we just had a testimonial come in today of someone who couldn't be with their dad for their 80th birthday because he's immunocompromised and so they got to do this with their entire family for their dad's 80th birthday because they wow. couldn't be with him for this big celebration and so Every every time I get one of those, it's just reaffirming why we do it, how important it is, and mm-hmm. you know, putting a fire back in our belly to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. We all need that right now, right? I think you know, because it's unsure and uncertain, and and yet, it's like you got to stay positive, you know. And tribute certainly is doing that. What a cool thing! I just I'm so impressed, and I'm I think it's so neat. I'm like from a technology standpoint, I'm like I feel like it's so yummy, and then from a story and human standpoint. I mean, you know this, but it's just, it's really, really, really cool. So yeah, I was yeah. so excited. I was reading through that with Sean and I was like, oh, what is this? I need to talk to him immediately. So I was like, well, thank you. Thank you yeah. for helping us to get the word out. And we're yeah. certainly excited to, to help while yeah. humanity finds itself in the midst of a very strange time. Yeah, absolutely. So my last question in the, uh, that, I, that I told you is, is what is uh, a moment, person, place, thing, book, that spark, that really, you know, seats you into like who you are in this moment today? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, I kind of touched on it briefly before, but I think it is the moment that I uncovered service as the foundation of any meaningful, fulfilling life. And it was just my father asking me a question of what's the last thing I've done that I'm proud of. realizing that while I had momentary blips of things that I was proud of, there wasn't really a sustained period of my life that came up for me until I went back to this three-month period where I was volunteering for this nonprofit, doing adaptive athletics. And that led me to start my first organization. It's grounded me in everything that I've ever really spent a significant amount of time in since. And I'm incredibly grateful for that. So I think that in terms of, I like to think of formative moments, moments we became who you are and that for me that that understanding of service as just a driving force of my energy my evolution my contribution has been probably the most significant and as present as, as it's ever been yeah oh, that's cool thank you for sharing that with our listeners that's very cool 
sometimes our dads ask us those really good questions, you know? <laughs> I think it's I think it's much more valuable to ask people great questions and to tell them how to live their lives because ultimately when they find out whatever answer makes sense for them on their own terms, they're gonna be much more likely to sustainably take action from that place as opposed to something that they can intellectualize that they've been told. Yeah, here, here. That's a quote of the day right there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a delight. I'm so happy to have met you and know about your beautiful company. And I'm just going to keep telling everybody I know for sure. And I wanted to do this quickly so that we could get the word out as well of the beautiful thing you're doing here. So, and I'm excited for the next iteration of everything too. And I think I've got some business stuff to send your way as well. Yeah, totally. I'd love yeah. to see, you know, thank you for helping us to, to get the word out and yeah. maybe do some stuff with Microsoft or who knows yeah. whatever's yeah. On, on the road. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I think I, lots of clients, I think I'm, and lots of clients or listeners too, that, you know, they do, I, I talk a lot about, um, corporate culture, healthy corporate culture. It's kind of a big passion of mine. I have a whole blog series about kicking fear and toxicity out of the workplace and yeah. employee retention and employee engagement and stuff. And I think this is a great tool for that. And it can be definitely something that I tweet in their ears too. So for sure. So yeah, right on. Well, cool. Well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time to chat, Heather. You bet, Andrew. Thank you so much. All right. Everybody, that has been another episode of the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And here is to another big, beautiful, safe day where we wash our hands on this big blue spinning sphere. Thanks, everybody. See ya. The original music on this podcast was created by Jesse Case.